The time is 9 o'clock and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Ok, yo soy Diego y este es el primer reporte internacional de CHMA 106.9 FM, Voz de los Pantanos. Increíble. ¿Y qué opinas? ¿Qué opinas, JC? Hello, everyone. CHMA will not be hosting the Drop-In Series this coming Saturday, March 2nd. You can look forward to the CHMA Drop-In Series resuming the following Saturday on March 9th, where we will take a look at how to host a radio show. March 16th will be studio tours and vocal techniques, while March 23rd will be an introduction to podcasting. And on March 30th, we will be looking at how you can get your own radio show just in time for the spring and summer months. Can't wait to see you all again on Saturday, March 9th, between the hours of 1 to 3 p.m. at the CHMA station on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. Hi, this is Alex, and you're listening to CHMA. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, February 27th. On today's show... Municipalities have been meeting with the Southeast Regional Service Commission and having discussions around the concept of regional waste collection. Changes are coming to waste collection in the Southeast region. Tantramar Council heard about plans for regional collection starting next year at their Committee of the Whole meeting on Monday. We'll have more on that coming up shortly, but first, some more local news and information briefs. Mount Allison University officials are extending condolences on the death of a 22-year-old student on Thursday of last week. In a letter to the campus community on Monday, Vice President Anne Comfort said the cause of death for first-year student Shoria Dewan is, quote, still being determined but is believed to be the result of a short illness. Comfort said the university was in contact with the family and has offered condolences and support. Informal drop-in sessions are being held in the Manning Room of the Chapel with multi-faith chaplain and spiritual care coordinator Ellie Hummel on Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning. In addition, both the chapel and the Indigenous gathering space in the Student Centre are open their regular hours. Comfort also pointed out that students and employees have access to external counselling services covered through student and employee health plans. Tanchamar Mayor Andrew Black and Councillor Allison Butcher took a few moments after Monday's Committee of the Whole meeting to share thoughts and memories of Wally Sears, a beloved local journalist and columnist who passed away last Thursday at the Sackville Memorial Hospital at the age of 95. Black told reporter Bruce Wark that Sears' death was a loss for the community. Wally Sears was one of the greatest um, community-minded people that you would ever meet. He and his wife, Norma. Uh, but... Uh, Utterly warm and welcoming, accepting of everyone, um, entirely committed to Sackville and the surrounding area. Um, you know, if you if you didn't watch sports, he was the kind of person who could convince you to watch sports because of his absolute love uh, for people who involve who were engaged and involved in sports in all levels in the community. Um, was a, a huge supporter of of anything that uh, that was Sackville or the area, not just around sports, but. Uh, local politics, provincial politics, his wealth of knowledge 
uh, about New Brunswick and beyond was was just incredible. He seemed to know everything about everything. Um, and uh, he was the kind of person that when you met him, uh, you you remembered him for forever. Uh, he was, because of his welcoming and warm attitude to people, uh, you were always a part of Wally's life. Um, a huge loss to the community and one that'll be remembered forever. He's a legend in our in our town. Sears' work appeared in newspapers across the Maritimes and the Sackville Tribune Post for six decades. Councillor Allison Butcher told Wark that Sears led a model life. A loss for our community, but also what a great life well, loved, well lived. And, uh, you know, we were all lucky to have known him and to have him here. Donations in memory of Wally Sears may be made to Open Sky Cooperative or Sackville United Church. It's not quite March yet, but summertime fun was on the agenda at Monday's Tantamar Council Committee of the Whole meeting. Staff presented reports on recommendations for council support for two summer events, the three-day-long Sappyfest Music and Art Festival, which will take place August 2nd to 4th on Bridge Street, and the fifth edition of the Friday Night Cruise Antique Car Show, which is slated for June 28th on Main Street downtown. At their regular meeting in March, Council will be asked to approve street closures for both events, as well as other in-kind support and noise bylaw exceptions for Sappy Fest. Council also heard about a staff recommendation to increase the number of printed copies of the Tanchamar Visitor's Guide for 2024. Manager of Tourism and Business Development Ron Kelly Spurls told councillors that staff recommended printing 12,000 copies of a 64-page visitor guide for just under $13,000. The guides are distributed at trade shows and to the general public at various locations. Now for today's main story. There are changes coming to how waste and recycling are collected in Tanchamar and the rest of the southeast region. Currently, the three streams of waste blue bag recycling, green bag compost, and clear bag garbage are all collected by contractors hired by the town and the province, split up according to pre-amalgamation districts. Miller Waste is under contract in Dorchester and Sackville, and Farrow Waste in the former local service districts. But by the end of this year, blue bag recycling will be carved out as the responsibility of a new industry group, Circular Materials. While some towns will continue to coordinate their recycling pickup, Tanchamar Council has opted out, along with Moncton, Dieppe, and Riverview in the southeast region. The changes have prompted municipalities and the Southeast Regional Service Commission to consider regional coordination of waste pickup to be managed by the Commission. Here's Director of Public Works John Apple speaking to Council on Monday. So this is happening all over the Southeast Regional Service Area. And as a result, the municipalities have been meeting with the Southeast Regional Service Commission and having discussions around the concept of regional waste collection, which I think all of the municipalities see that there's a great advantage in through bulk buying that we should be able to optimize pricing, um, prov provide uh, service collectors with the most optimal uh, route collection uh, or routes and organization of that so that it would be as attractive as it could be. Eppel said the Regional Service Commission has offered to take on regional waste collection in February next year, which is when the current contracts with Miller Waste for pickup in Sackville and Dorchester expire. They will also take on collection in the former LSD areas where provincial contracts are set to expire in November. Further, they are willing to take on the phasing in of the LSD areas 
for waste collection prior to that. So to start with around November 3rd, and this, of course, happens all across the Southeast Regional Service Commission. Apple said the move to management by the Regional Service Commission could mean some changes to things like spring and fall cleanup days. He suspects the Regional Service Commission would opt to go with a system where residents can discard of a large bulky item during their regular pickup instead of concentrating pickup of bulky items in the spring and fall. Councillor Barry Hicks expressed concern about the loss of the spring pickup in particular due to the high number of university students moving at that time. I like the idea of putting one item out every couple of weeks. The only thing is one of our cleanups was always done around when Mount A students are leaving and they put a pile of trash out. So it's going to create a problem there, whether it's up to the government to manage that or whether it's up to the town to manage it. But there's going to be something It's going to create a problem. Councillor Mike Tower suggested that the town could bring in dumpsters for students to use during move-out times. Apple told council staff had flagged the issue. Ultimately, council will make the decision whether or not to have the Regional Service Commission take over, and that will happen in two weeks at their regular March meeting. We think the best option is to go with the Southeast Regional Service Commission doing the waste collection, and they are willing to take us on even though, unlike most of the others, we chose to opt out. So we would be putting forward a recommendation to council uh, for the next meeting for council to endorse the Southeast Regional Service Commission to uh, start that process of them taking over the waste collection management of tendering and contract management, and then they would just bill us back for what our share was. That's Tanjamar Public Works Director John Apple speaking to council on Monday. Tanjamar Council next meets on March 12th. That's it for Tanjamar Report for Tuesday, February 27th. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update for Tuesday, February 27th. Four games in the NBA last night. Toronto Raptors continue their post-All-Star game winning streak, beating the Indiana Pacers 132-122. That's three in a row for the Raps. And a tight one in MSG, the New York Knicks beat the Detroit Pistons 113-111 with a layup with 2.8 seconds left in that game. Brooklyn Nets with the 25-point victory, 111-86 over the Memphis Grizzlies. And lastly, on the road, the Heat beat the Sacramento Kings who were playing a back-to-back game after beating the Clippers the night before. Heat with the 121-110 victory. Over in the NHL, four games there as well. Washington Capitals, uh, in a battle of Capitals, beat the Ottawa Senators 6-3 in Washington. In overtime, the New York Islanders beat the Dallas Stars 3-2. Oilers get back on the winning side of the ledger with a 4-2 victory over the Los Angeles Kings. And in a shootout, the Seattle Kraken beat the Boston Bruins 4-3. If you're looking to follow some hockey tonight we have one game at the tension veterans memorial civic center 
at 7 p.m. puck drop, the U13C Rangers play the Moncton Hawks. That is your CHMA sports update for Tuesday, February 27th. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. Hi, my name is Krista, and you're listening to CHMA. Miriam from Blind Forest Books at 28B York Street. We're open 12 to 6, Monday to Saturday, Sunday 1 to 5, and we offer used books, tarot and astrology readings, tarot and oracle decks, and more. There's truly something for everyone. See you soon! Hi, this is Stephen, visiting from Montreal, Quebec. And this Rita de Montreal aussi. And you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Vous écoutez CHMA uh, 106.9 FM. Voice of the Marshes. La Voix des uh, Marches. <laughs>
everyone happy tuesday happy tuesday and welcome to the late morning show here on chma 106.9 fm in sackville new brunswick broadcasting live from the third floor of the wallace mccade student center i am your host jc and you just heard from molly johnson with her song miss seely's blues and before that was brian with your sports update and even before that was Erica Butler with your CHMA Tantrum Hour Report. So thank you too very much for those informative minutes. Currently, it is 9.17, a.m. on this beautiful Tuesday morning. And I have a local weather update for you all. So, getting right into it. It is currently minus two outside. Mainly sunny today with a high of 7 and a wind chill of minus 13 this morning. Periods of rain beginning after midnight around 2 millimeters and a low of plus 4 with the temperature rising to plus 9 by the morning. So it seems to be warming up quite a bit. Uh, periods of rain tomorrow around 5 millimeters uh, and lots of wind, 40 kilometers an hour, gusting to 60 kilometers an hour in the afternoon with a high of 11 and a low of 9. There's also a special weather statement uh, just discussing the significant rainfall and strong winds that are expected uh, tomorrow. And it seems like the rainfall amounts are going to oh my goodness, are going to be around 60 millimeters over central and eastern New Brunswick uh, with 70 to 100 millimeters over southern New Brunswick with higher amounts possible, especially along the Funday coast. Maximum wind gusts uh, will be between 70 and 90 kilometers an hour. So be sure to stay safe tomorrow. And if you don't have to travel anywhere, how about not traveling? Uh, maybe you can ask if you could work from home. Uh, I know that's not always possible, but if you do have to drive anywhere at all, make sure to use caution and we'll update you as, uh, as we get updated ourselves. All right, everyone. How about we get into the next song for you all. So up next, we have Tamia with So Into You. So 
from Marshview Middle School and you're listening to CHMA. Why, thank you, Eleanor, for that lovely introduction. That is much appreciated. You just heard from Kalia Lee, everyone. Kalia Lee. All right. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday morning and welcome back to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, Voice of the Marshes. I am your Late Morning Host, JC, and currently it is 9.27 in the a.m. And I have a few local announcements for you all. So, starting off with, let's do this one. After a brief hiatus, the eggs are back February is the month of losing your favorite mittens, misplacing your slippers, and never-ending slog to the woodpile. But there are other ways to stay warm. You can join Struts Gallery uh, today, that is today, at 7 p.m. for an evening of art, storytelling, and generally good vibes and or good times. Good vibes and good times. Let's go with that. Uh, worth setting your book aside for and pulling on your coat to saunter down to Strutt's Gallery under the moonlight in that crisp Lauren Street air. All eggs, no ego. This is a masked event. Now, I feel out of the loop because I'm not quite sure what they mean by eggs, but I'm, I'm assuming it's some sort of story. Uh, Six-minute eggs. I'm assuming there's some sort of story creation, storytelling time going on. Um... I will get back to you all on that and uh, and update you on what I find. Or maybe you already know, and I'm, I'm seriously out of the loop. But in other news, the Sackville Cinematique, in partnership with the Owens Art Gallery and EDI at Mount Austin University, is proud to present a special Black History Month screening of Jordan Peele's 2017 classic comedy horror film, Get Out. The screening takes place tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. at the Owens Art Gallery, and admis- admission is free, and so is the popcorn. How awesome is that? All right, everyone, that about does it for your local announcements. For now, I'm going to send you to another song to keep this show rolling, and then perhaps be back with a book of the week. So we have another book of the week, a book of the week recommendation from the Dorchester Memorial Public Library. But in the meantime, here is Oleada 